1: Middle cough. Hey, B. Hey. Your head.
2: I would be lying if I said I knew two weeks ago the Niners were playing the Eagles on Sunday night football, John. I'd forgotten. I'm ready now. I I
0: 100% did not know until you told me, did you know this game was on Sunday night? And I said, no, I did not know the game was on. I I had no clue. It was on Sunday night. So honestly, it makes cool. That's fine with me. I mean, it's great. It's
2: going to make it for a fun Sunday. We'll do a late show. Uh, We may go live before the game on YouTube, Periscope, Twitter. Did you you see the stat that just ran on uh,
0: as this Jets Broncos game is wrapping up? No. That Brett Rippon, who, you know, the one satisfaction that Coach Hill and the Fresno State Bulldog program can take over Boise State, do you know that a Boise State quarterback has never been drafted? That's wow. what they said the deny on the broadcast. No, I, I guess I, Brett Rippon told Troy Aikman, he's like, you know, I really thought I was going to be a late pick, and he was hurt when he wasn't drafted. And they said he wanted to be the first Boise State quarterback ever drafted. I was like, yeah. damn, the dogs have that shit over you, dog. Uh, but, you know, Tom said or Derek. Billy Volick, Derek Dave Carr, Trent Dilfer. But Trent Dilfer that Brippen is the first guy to make his to win his first start and throw three picks since Jim Drunkenmiller.
2: Wow. And you didn't you did you say a Jim Drunkenmiller story on the podcast the other day? No, I I think I told you off the podcast that um Bob McGinn, for the Athletic Bob McGinni does those great draft profiles every year. You've always you were telling me about him years ago. When I started reading them in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Is that where he worked? Yeah. N- now he does the athletics. He does the same articles now just for the athletics. So in he wrote off-season. a big like dr- like two weeks ago or last week a big Jim Drunken Miller talking to the people who were like the scouts and the GMs. Like what did people think of Jim Drunken Miller at the time? And the story was, you know, Walsh was consulting with the Niners. Vinnie Serato was the GM. Um, Mooch had just come to the 49ers from his one year at Cal. Like 97, Uh, right? Mooch liked, uh, Sam Barnes was Pat Barnes, the Cal quarterback, but he had broken his wrist at the senior bowl. So he was out. Walsh preferred Jake Plummer, but Serato didn't want to be seen as like, you know, having Walsh be the puppet master from the outside. So they were going to go Drunken Miller. Bob McGinn didn't even have him as a first rounder. Drunken Miller was like a weight room guy, did have like, was a big partier, was not really athletic. But Kerry Collins had just had like, just taken the Panthers to the postseason, won 12 games. Maybe they went to the Super Bowl. And like, I think they
0: went to the NFC, cha- they went to the NFC, NFC championship, championship game. game.
2: Okay. And Drunken Miller, like, people thought that was his comp. The Niners yeah. tried to move up to get Tony Gonzalez, Tony Gonzalez right? couldn't. Chiefs beat him to it. Yeah. And so they were going to go Drunken Miller. They asked like Mooch what he thought. And Mooch was like, Well, I, Mooch just got there from Cal. Like, we haven't, he hadn't really scouted. He he didn't feel comfortable. Like, I'm brand new here. I haven't really seen the guy. I'm not really going to pound the table, say, don't take him. So they draft him. What was the story that Steve Young was like? <laughs> it looks like, was it Steve Young or so? Like, my job yeah. said this was not part of You told yeah, me. Yeah. On, on the night of the draft, I remember we recorded a bunch
0: of shit. And I remember just like turning on the TV. And they I think they were replaying from after the draft. It was Mooch, Rich, and Steve oh, had called in. Right. After after I had done that little thing with Larry Beal. That's and right. And Steve had called in. Or maybe it was Friday. Maybe it was the following night. And they were obviously. Were you the on hot with Steve or was, this was
2: a different night you're saying? This
0: this was I, this was this might have been the next day. Maybe I was watching on Friday NFL Network leading up to round two. Okay. Hot story of the day is Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. So they have Steve on, and, and they're and Rich is asking him just like normal media questions. And Mooch is like, Tell us the truth, Steve. Were you intimidated or were you pissed off? And Steve's like, you know, I was a little mad. Until I th- saw his first practice, and I saw how terribly, or no, I saw his first two passes. I'm like, this guy stinks. And it's like, and then they all started laughing about it. But he was dead serious. Well, you know? I,
2: the only and I, I do think there's a little Aaron Rodgers with that with Jordan Love. Like he's terrible in practice. Aaron Rodgers well, got to be like, are you serious? Like, like that situation. Drunken Miller did not win the backup job. One of the Brahms, whichever Brahm it Brian Brahm, whichever Brahms it was.
0: Was the backup quarterback, but he got, but they both got
2: hurt, and that's why Drunken Miller was the third string for that start. Yeah, but both quarterbacks. Usually, if you end up with your third string quarterback, your team's in shambles. Well, not on Thursday Night Football against the Jets.
1: (laughs) No. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no that's true uh, you play the Jets with your third stringer you win by double you put up third way they put up 37 they put up as many points remember there there's Kyle put up how many points did the I'm not for? I'm not trying to be an
0: asshole Mullins when he was a third stringer beat the shit out of car Gruden and the, and the Raiders remember on Thursday Night Football that's true killed him he was because he, he's not we can't consider him a third stringer anymore right Mullins that year he was le- that year Mullen was a third stringer right Jimmy turns ACL, CJ's the backup, CJ sucked, they ended up just said, fuck it, let's give Mullen some shots, and he starts kicking, he beat the shit out of the Raiders, and that's when Brett Favre called in, remember, he was a third stringer that year, you, you lose the third stringer, it's a pretty big indictment to your, that team that year, right, that's a bad, it should not happen,
2: God, tonight's bad, G- Gase is fucked, uh, alright John, before we jump in, let's tell the people, this podcast Recording on a Thursday night in the dark is brought to you by ease.com. Promo code ham. Get you 20 bucks off for delivery of $50 or more. Or ease10. If you're a returning user, get you 10% off.
0: ease.com. Promo code ham. E A Z E.com. Promo code ham. Also, promo code ham10. Get on it right now. Vapes, pre rolls. They got a ton of deals. I'm constantly getting emails. ease.com. Promo code ham. Promo code HAM10 to get 10% off if you're a return user. Vapes, pre-rolls, you name
2: it. They got it. Check it out. Do it now. Got to be 21 or over. Get verified online in minutes. Once you get verified, you make the order. It gets delivered to you in minutes. Tell your friends. We appreciate the word of mouth. E-A-Z-E, escom promo code HAM, or returning users, promo code HAM10. Podcast also brought to you by the incredible products Burrow. of Burrow.com burrow.com slash ham just trust us just go right now bro pull out your phone bro.com slash ham just to see what we're talking about these are this is what i don't know if anyone does at the level that burrow does it what burrow does john
1: high quality
2: couches sofas sectionals arm love seats delivered right to you in boxes you snap them all together they're so easy
0: Yep, you can assemble it your sofa in minutes by yourself, no tools. Add, or remove seats when needed. Convert a love seat into a sofa, into a sectional, and back. It's so versatile, guy. Think about think about this. We're spending so much time at home. You need ver- versatile furniture. Bro has you covered. You support the podcast at the same time. You get cool furniture delivered right to your house. Easy to put together. Built-in USB chargers. Get with the times. Two thousand twenty. Don't you hate it when you run out of juice sitting on the couch? You don't have a charger by you. You're like, I don't even have a, it's almost uh, 2021. a plug by me. I know. Yeah, it's almost 2021. Again, get on it right now. Get $75 off your first Burrow purchase plus fast free free shipping. I love free shipping at burrow.com. Check out the site for details. That's dot wcom slash ham. $75 off.
2: You pick the fabric, the leg finish, the armrest style, the length, the chase lounge, the autumn, and both. 23,000 different ways to customize. Burrow.com slash ham for 75 bucks off. All right. Um, it looks like it's going to be Mullins. Jimmy Grapple didn't practice again on Thursday. Nick Mullins against Carson Wentz, John. So the question is, which guy decides this Sunday night football game? I saw somebody tweeted. They had a graphic of week four storylines on Thursday night. And it was like uh, Mullins was the photo, not Wentz for the for the Eagles Niner game. I was like, oh, did you see did you see they asked Doug Peterson what he thought
0: of Nick Mullins? He's like, well, it must be nice to have two starting quarterbacks. <laughs> he wasn't like taking a shot or anything. Yeah, I think it went, respect, he was just respect, right? Yeah, he was like, they got two starting quarterbacks.
2: Uh, uh, let me see this. I, Jason, Jason tweeted this. The photo was <laughs> Dak, Mahomes, Rogers, Mullins. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think that's a
0: little strong. And listen, we're pro Nick Mullins. I actually enjoy like speaking to the team, like these videos of him. He seems like guys gravitate toward him. You talked about it last week. Like it is a very difficult situation to be in to be like the leader, but not overstep your boundary. But know that at any moment you got to lead the troops. But ultimately, you're not the general until you actually have to be the general, and then you better lead. It's it's a weird spot, and he he benefits from having done it before, and a lot of those guys know him. But like Debo and Brandon Ayuk don't know him, right? Like Kittle does, like Trent Williams. Like who's this guy? I mean, he's like that's Kirk Cousins Jr. You know, I I do think the headline of this store of this game, though, guy. And to me, it, it's I guess the fans in San Francisco wouldn't care, but I do think they would be on him. I guess it's San Jose would be Carson Wentz. Like to me, the elephant in the room is Sunday night football. Everyone coming in is, is going to think like, Oh, Kyle Shanahan could roll out Haberman or middle coffee. He'd win. Like, that's what I think people think of Kyle Shanahan right now. It doesn't matter who his quarterback is.
2: Niner fans. Most of them. have not, not all
0: people. Not, yeah. But I, I, I just think a lot of people around the country that just like, see the Niners are good without Jimmy. Like, God, Kyle, it's like Kyle. Where I think the Eagles, if you just ask a casual football fan in Texas, in L.A., in Tampa, be like, damn, you see the Eagles are 0-3 or 0-2-1? I think everyone would be like, God, Carson Wentz, he's terrible right now. Regression? What's up with Carson Wentz? Like To me, that's the story. This max quarterback who even Kyle watched Kyle talk about it like, listen, I know he's bad. I know he's had bad numbers. But like the talent, I mean, it just jumps off the screen. But if it gets bad guy, like the entire there's 15 20 million people watch Sunday night football, right? It would be bad for like I think people would just be like Carson Wentz I don't know, a bust, but I I it'll get pretty ugly for Well, I now. think I and mean
2: the Niners defense is pretty good. Look, it would be the number one story Chris it is I think it's going to be the number one story Chris Collinsworth is talking about. Is Carson Wentz what is he? What are they? Is is what we're seeing from Carson because he's trying to do too much and his talent's not good. And they're certainly aware, like, by Sunday night, we'll know what Nick Foles did on Sunday. Because if he plays well against the Colts, that's part of the story. Um, but that that is kind of their story. Now, I do think with Mullins, and we've seen Mullins is not just... And, and if the Cowboys, Giants, and Redskins
0: all lose, which is possible, it'd be like, God, all the Eagles need to do is win, and they're fucking tied in first place, right? right? right.
2: Yeah. But I also think Mullins is not, like, to the point that Doug Peterson made, Mullins doesn't play like the substitute bus driver who like drives five miles an hour under the speed limit, I guess is what a substitute bus driver would do. <laughs> like Mullins tries to get you to school five minutes early. Like he does make some plays where it's like, does he know he's just supposed to be out there managing this thing? It's like, no, he tries to make plays. So that aside, my point being like, I don't look at, I do think there's the possibility that he throws a couple They're Like that, we haven't, he hasn't had that opportunity yet um in games that matter but I think really with everything we think of Kyle being true and we'll talk about it but Kittle back Debo back IUK now roll in a little bit we saw the running game without Mostert Wentz is the one that in some ways really decides this game if he throws three touchdowns and 370 yards like he's capable of it's gonna be hard to beat but he might throw two picks I mean in fact the math says he's so far this year, he's gonna throw two picks, right? He's got six through three games, and one of them is gonna one of them is going to be. Let me talk to the people at home, John. Like a presidential debate, <laughs> folks. One of them is gonna be a backbreaker. You can take take that to the bank with you. So, yeah, I mean, we, do you think Wentz decides this game is what I'm rambling? But is that that's what I'm getting at?
0: Well, well guy, let me uh, let me speak to the people as well why can't Robert Sala in the Niners' defense kind of put a stake in Wentz's reputation? Because everyone's kind of already out right now. What if they just throttle They're better than the Rams' defense as a unit. They're better than, clearly, the Bengals' defense. Washington. Like, their unit, their team is just good. Like They will tip balls. They will pressure the quarterback. Their linebacking play is fantastic. I mean, Warner's everywhere. I, I If you just told me, like, Fred Warner picks – has a pick six against Wentz as he's trying to throw to a running back. Like, Wentz, to me, better be fucking locked and loaded. This defense is active. They're fast. They're physical. Like, this is just not a defense that you want to play. Just, they just fly the fuck around and they have talent if you are struggling. Like, to me, this is a scary, as a, as a fan of football, like, it could get really ugly for Wentz. Not, not just in the game, but, like, leading into next week. Right? It could be... He could be like one of the number one stories in football if he just has like a three or four pick night, and they are just terrible. And the Niners, guy, they're a seven point favorite. Like they, that, they're a big. They're expected to beat them, but, but the one thing with Kyle, if if you're if he's off, he'll score points. All of a sudden, you look up, are the Eagles down thirty five to fifteen or like? Yeah, the Eagles have been shitty, guys. Yeah, they have.
2: They had to. They well, well, I mean they they were doing what they were supposed to do to Washington and gave it back to him because Wentz made mistakes, right? We're now we're
0: two and a half weeks removed from that yeah. now, right? Though, and more. But games. but
2: you you agree? Like Wentz still has 350 yards and four touchdowns in him. Because if he does that and uh, they win, I I that's I, the story I do think too. it's a little more. No Goddard, Deshaun's banged up. I'm just saying, saying, okay, not that's around. fair. Maybe it'll be tough for him this week. I'm just saying, you believe like that game? He's gonna have that game again one day. Yeah. If I told if I told
0: if you told me that he gets. Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk—I'd be like, "Oh, Wentz could kill it with those three guys." But I'm just it saying, like one
2: one game this year, he's gonna have yes, a three. It, yeah. Now you'd think I—I you, I, I do. That's what I'm saying. I do think that. I think he has that game. I even if you go back and look, you know, pick a guy. Uh, Josh Allen had like one or two of those in college at Wyoming when they were terrible. Like it, Wentz is just too talented to not have that game to me once or twice this year. When it's all going good, he's going to have it five or six times a year. But maybe it's once or twice. Um, and if he do, if he were to have it this week, I, they're going to, they win. Like I just I think they win that game. Odds are he doesn't have it. That because this to your point, the Niners' defense is really good. This is not the defense that he would have that game against. I think you're going to see that unit kind of being they like sharks it. in the water. They want right you're now. saying this is and a I, Sunday I, Night Bright Lights. I
0: think I think they've been told. This guy's talented but he, there's fucking blood in the water and you're going to kill him. You're going you're the great white shark circling right now. And that this defense, wouldn't you say since they've gained their swagger starting really last year, they kind of carry themselves like that. Just their physicality, how hard they hit. Like you watch Seattle, one thing with Seattle, they give up a lot of points. I don't they they hit hard, but they just there's guys missing in spots like the Niners they don't blow that many. Like, their unit's just pre- a pretty well-oiled machine. Now now they have some injuries. They don't have talent, as much talent. But, like, Mosley might be a step off, and then he blasts blast you. And then all of a sudden, Jimmy Ward comes in for seconds. Like, they do. I, I-, I think they're going to be out for it, man. I, I really do. Because they're going to see these limping in guys. They're going to go, okay, Ertz. Well, Warner's like, I'm better than Ertz. Whether that's true or not, I think Fred Warner would think that. And, like, who's beating us outside? Greg Ward Jr.? I, 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 so it's going to be tough for Carson, man. Well, but if actually, that's the, the case, more I'm
2: talking myself into it. It's the not the Eagles are in trouble. So if that's the case, that does turn into a game where Nick Mullins has. Like to me, Nick, if, if that's how their defense is playing, Nick Mullins is going to have the opportunity to get the ball and make some plays.
0: Not out of the realm possibility. There's some sort of Brett Favre call in for Nick Mullins. after this game. I guess that's there's no. Point. But there's no, you know, typically they, they'd have guys on site. Yeah, no, would that they FaceTime Brett like during the third
2: quarter if it's going well?
0: Yeah. <laughs> not out of the, I could see a Brett Favre tweet that they put up, you know, kind of like a TNT style of just like, my guy slinging it, you know, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with
2: like a, a gif. Yeah. Um, or like a football emoji. Yeah, you're right. It would be football emoji. Fireball, cannon arm, cannon. Yeah, I. But so, so it does sound like though. To conclude this, you feel like this is a game about the Niners' defense. But uh, Niners' offense will be what it is. The Niners' defense determines whether or not this is a a, a twenty-one point win or a three point game or a loss.
0: I think the one. Yeah, to me, the one thing we've learned now, Niners are going to score points. They got the fucking one of the best offensive coaches in the league. Like I, I got. I don't even worry about that unit. And they got more guys back, which we'll get into here in a second. If they're if the defense. Holds these guys under twenty points. Like the Eagles have no shot. Like the Eagles better score some points if they want to win this game. The Niners ain't winning seventeen to thirteen, right? I, we have evidence. Like they score. Yeah, yep. And they score off turnovers. Like if you, you turn it over. If Carson throws two. If I tell you right now Carson throws two more picks, I'd be I'd put a thousand dollars on the Niners right now, right?
2: Uh, yeah, I'd feel pretty good about him. Although I do feel like, did Mullins throw one last week? That wasn't his fault, or did he? Or was it his fault? Or did he not throw one? Uh, I think he threw one the previous. He threw one the previous week to okay. the Giants. Um,
0: because uh, I feel yeah, like I'm he not might, saying Mullins. has a been Yeah, no, he does have one in him. Like he's good. I would say the over under right now on Mullins picks in this game would be one and a half.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying. I think by like, like if we, if we took a seven game Mullen sample size, most of his games will be one touchdown, no pick, one touchdown, one pick. Like I think that, but I do think in that seven, there will be one that's like two or three. Maybe one's yeah. batted, and but then, he just tries to make plays. I, yeah. Uh, it's what, part of what you like about him, but it. Um, and Jimmy's the better version of that, right? Like he's going to have his Jimmy will be can, like two and ones or two and O's. He just has the ability a, to make them. Three and twos. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, so that's what we've determined. This game is about Carson Wentz versus Robert Solomon, in the 49ers defense. An emerging superstar, Baldy Breakdown loves Javon Kinlaw. So George Kittle, IU got moving last week. Looks like Debo Samuel's going to play. Even though we're not going to have Jimmy Garoppolo, all the stuff that we've talked about, the Wentz versus the Niners defense, if the Niners defense does what maybe we think it it could do, then that frees Kyle's offense up to do a lot of stuff. Really, this is, even though Garoppolo's not here, I would say this is as real a look at the offense that Kyle Shanahan envisioned in the offseason as we've had, more real than week one when you didn't have Debo. Ayuk wasn't really involved, and Kittle got hurt, even though Garoppolo was the quarterback. I mean, what else do you want to see, baby? George Kittle. I mean, you want to see Garoppolo.
0: You want to see but I just want to see these three guys on the field the same time. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Kyle's scheming these guys open, right? And he's gonna do so, the same
2: stuff with Nick that he would do
0: with Garoppolo. Yeah, to me, seeing Debo and Iuk together will feel like the offense is like you can go a three wide receiver set with Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Kendrick Bourne, and George Kittle all at the same time. I think you feel really good about that offensive unit. Because Kendrick, you've proven Kendrick Bourne. Good third receiver. You just need a one and a two. Now, maybe Ayuk and Debo are just two really good twos. That's fine. Because ultimately, Kittle's a one, right? <laughs> I mean, if, if you got Gronk or you got Kelsey, like, is, is Tyreek Hill? Like, check his numbers. Like, Tyreek is not Julio or just some belt. But he's just, he's basically their two. Now, he's probably better, right? He's like a 1B. But, like, if, you're, if your tight end is elite and can dominate...
2: I would just say You think I'm crazy? No, no, no. I, I actually agree with you. What I would say is it's hard when you have a coordinator that gets the ball to everybody like Andy does and like Kyle and like Kyle does. Like, yeah, I, I my point is I I'm with you. Tyreek is at whatever you want him to be. Like I I would have I saw no problem when I, how high you rank him. I
0: saw it when I was in Philly. But his production affected t- is my point. Yeah, you can just we had Deshaun Jackson Jeremy Macklin. He is on pace I mean, for sixteen like- touchdowns. Who? Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he fucking plays with Mahomes, and they just throw bombs away. He's going to have a huge year. He's going to score a lot of touchdowns. How many catches does he have through three games? 15. So he's, you know, five a game. Five a game. That's pretty good pace. It's, and <laughs> and, he's, it, he's and good it is player. five a game. <laughs> so I my point, though, is like, do you ever... It's way too early on these guys. I, I think I saw that Brandon Ayuk was the second highest-rated from PFF rookie last week, beside like Justin Jefferson who had like seven for one eighty and a touchdown, hmm. I think Brandon Ayuk's going to be a good player. We know Debo when healthy can be a really impactful player. It's fun to watch, like as a football, like I want to watch receivers make sweet plays. So it's just like the last couple weeks, I that was what was cool about having Ayuk back. I want to see these guys. I want to see all. I hate it when any wide receiver gets injured. I mean, I, it was cool to just watch Rugs run down the field. I mean, we we had blown this draft for so long, yep. and then the Niners got a guy to go with Debo. It's like I fucking want to watch that. Like that's that. Those are the guys that score the points, right? I, it's like you always say the worst thing you can do on draft night is draft an offensive lineman. Like they drafted their right tackle. Yeah. It's not He's really solid, the worst like, thing. It's a joke. It, but it's a good. It's the football worst thing, football thing but on it, that but it's, night. A f- yeah. But it's also the worst thing as a fan, like you don't really watch the offensive lineman or even like a defensive like for as cool as Kinlaw is, now it's probably I guess defensive tackles make some plays, but like there is something sweet like when Nick Bosa was on the field or Khalil Max on the field, it's easy to just watch that guy, You're like, oh my god, this guy's coming off the edge. Or in a wide receiver, just watch him make plays. I I just like I'm an offensive guy. I like fucking offensive guys making plays. Yeah. that's that's what I like. I like hard hits. And offensive playmakers. That's why I come to football.
2: You like the plays you can see by just glancing at the TV. It's not like, oh, did you just see I Kinlaw see- shed that block? Yeah, uh, was that on the I, inside exactly. of the line? Well, let me check the all 22 he hold, he hold the point. Like, I don't
1: care.
2: <laughs> you know, yeah. the, what nobody noticed was Bosa coming around the edge. Nobody noticed Kinlaw taking up. God, I'm talking about Bosa like he's alive. He's gone. <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, it's just
0: to me, Kittle... We got a little glimpse before Buddha Baker hurt him. He had four catches, forty. You're blaming Buddha Baker. If, let's just. No, I'm not. You see, the Niners got his back. Like the guy flipped out on Buddha Baker on Twitter. You see that? No. Yes. Well, I mean, it made some like racist remarks. Oh, and okay, Nyers, I did like, not see that. No. Yeah, but it was like I saw that him.
2: I saw that him and Kittle like texted after that game. Like
0: Buddha. Well, yeah, b- because like Buddha posted this picture of this guy saying just absurd things, racist fucking dude, Niner fan. And Not obviously then in. the Niners, like the next day, tweeted at Buddha Baker, like, we will never tolerate this, we have your back. And then I think Kittle gotcha. came out, or Buda okay. came out. I missed that So they were talking, because I think Kittle said, listen guys, this is a clean hit, he fucking wrapped around my legs. But the point is, in that game, like, I'd say fall. through the first half of that game, it looked like Kittle, like, god damn, this guy's on a mission. Like, he would have had eight, nine catches in that game. He looks fantastic, right? He looked like, I'm the one of the best players in the league. I've been waiting my whole career for this huge contract. I got it. Now I'm going to kick the shit out of everybody. And then he disappeared. Now he came back in that game, but he missed the next two games. And he says, I'm ready to let it loose. Like, I, I enjoy watching George Kittle play football, right? Yeah, I mean, we're talking like, about a guy. He, who- he has a he has a Pete Gronk level that just, like, he can make unreal plays.
2: Yeah, and he makes your run game better. And he just opens it up for other guys even more, right? Like Ayuk did that last week. Well, it's, he was playing the Giants, but he did that last week without deep, without the Debo threat, and without the and without the Kittle threat. Yeah, it just makes everyone's life easier. It makes Mullen's I just life know easier. as a as, like as a football fan, I
0: I like going to the game knowing the best players for those two teams are in the game. That's yeah. what sucks about the Eagles. Like I, I wish the Eagles were fully healthy. I wish the Niners were fully like I'd. I'd pay for that game. Like I want to see that. But
2: that's not the case. Here's the other thing. You just made me think of this by talking about what it's like to, you know, when you're going to a game. I think for me, at least, I don't know if you felt this way or other people have felt this way, but since the moment Kittle got hurt, and you know, Debo was already out, and just the whole slew of injuries in the Jets game, uh, and then Jordan Reed gets hurt, but it's for me, it's primarily based on the Jets game. It started to feel to me like. This Niner, like last year's Niner team was one of just the bright light superstar teams in the NFL, right? They were just, the if you had a headliner, they would be on tier A. It was like the Niners, Lamar, Mahomes, right? Like that kind of felt like... That might have been it. Yeah. And this year <laughs> yeah. it's Mahomes, Russ, Rogers. Josh Allen like we're still figuring out it's early but it felt to me like this year was going to be more about not the bright lights and being the team everyone's interested in it would be more about just like a slog like can we just can you find a way to get to 10 wins can you just put yourself in position can you every week it was going to be like who's playing who's playing who's playing if you got Kittle Debo Iuke Sunday night football this is what you made me think is like I do think it can feel a little bit like the bright lights Niners are back, if it's Kittle who's a superstar, who is one of the faces of the league, making plays on Sunday Night Football. I, I, you know, I'd kind of expected like we're just going to be a really humbling year. Like the Niners just gotta humbly fight their way through it. But if they go score thirty five on the Eagles and Kittle's throwing people, and it just maybe it looks like the sweet ass ass kicking 49ers again, that I I know they are when they're full but i just kind of thought we it wouldn't really be about that this year but maybe it can look like that just because it's Kittle superstar sunday night football he just feels like the guy that does have 10 the catches one, the for one, one thing 18. then it would
0: do, then Mullins would get a lot of credit if he's like slaying it around look
2: with these guys. Uh, we're in the content <laughs> business we don't do stupid shit but also if people start saying having an argument about jimmy like i well, the the argument's already there. I well, mean, it's, it's just, a stupid it's argument going into right this now, game. Though.
0: Yeah. Well, Kyle even said like Jimmy's our quarterback.
2: I, I think it's a stupid argument no matter what happens in this game.
0: But I, no, no, I agree. Happens. But I'm just saying like the, with every game that adds on, like there is there's just more evidence to argue your point. Yeah. I I, I really am interested to watch this guy play in a game that truly matters. Mullins. Now, last week mattered in the sense that they had to win it. But then once the game broke out, you're like, this team. You, yeah, he
2: could throw a pick and a win. He doesn't a have a shot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he could have thrown two picks. This game, like, there is. You're on Sunday night football, there's just pressure. The team just kind of needs to bank this win. You got your boys back. I'm just a little interested to see how he answers the pressure. The talent is there around him now with Kittle back, Debo back, Kyle ready to roll. I, I'm just really excited for this football game.
2: John, let's tell the people about mybookie.ag, promo code HAM, and the number one. Mybookie.ag, promo code HAM, and the number one. Guy, people have been DMing me. They've been
0: DMing you. They go, where do you gamble? And we respond the same every time. Mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1. I didn't put any money today on the baseball games. Didn't anything on the football games. We've been going back and forth on this weekend's games. Pretty good slate of just some interesting games. I I know we like... uh, the Bucks playing Herbert is a game we like. I, I like, the, but again, I'm, I'm a Nick Foles guy. Bears getting two points at home. Um, you know, the obviously the Sunday night game, I think the Niners are a pretty good bet, but seven points a lot, Carson Wentz. But they are at home. They've kicked ass at home the last couple years against non-common opponents. They've been really good at home against non-common opponents. Last year they were. Uh, so mybookie.ag promo code ham one. You got golf going on. You can live bet baseball. There is a lot of shit going on. You got baseball. You got football. You got college football. You got the NBA.
2: Get your gamble on mybookie.ag promo code ham one. Uh, don't forget if you accept the bonus because they'll match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to a thousand dollars. You then have to bet the bonus before you can withdraw any winnings. Just something to be aware of. So you can decline the bonus. Uh, even if you use the code HAM1, just do that. At least we get the credit. By the way, Alabama minus 18 against Texas a and I watched some of Alabama,
0: Missouri. Alabama looked really good, and I'm pretty sure I didn't watch A M, but they barely beat Vanderbilt, who from all accounts is not supposed to be very good.
2: I know the they lost Jamie Newman, and then Georgia lost Jamie Newman. So, And you got Georgia Auburn Sunday night or Saturday night. As, uh, was it Birdman that once said, "Looking at my Gucci"? It's about that time. This is what we do yes, on Thursdays: is. is we we lock in week one. What was our pick week one? I don't even remember it. Steelers Giants minus six covered that Monday Night Football. Week two, Niners minus back to the w- like four guess, and a half. Go back to it back was something weak, something easy. It was te- oh against the, the Jets. Jets. Yeah, it was something like we we're like it what.
0: Was? Yeah, I think it was six because the next week was a little smaller. Because oh yeah, next week was four.
2: The Giants went, so we went Niners cover Niners cover. Easy, easy. Niners are not a lock. Three and zero guy. Three and zero. The thing is, we're just making a bet every week, putting two fifty on it, rolling it over until we run out of money. This week we're doing a little differently because our philosophy has been: let's not just take a good team against a bad team. But there's two good teams playing two bad teams this week. (laughs)
0: There was a moment because we almost did this two weeks ago. And I was going through, I went through all my DMs to answer just people that hit me up over the last week that I just hadn't gone to. And there was about a stretch of 25 DMs of people that parlayed the Niners and the Lions. And we're just reaching out to say thank you.
1: And we kicked ourselves
0: because we didn't do it. But we made a lot of people that listen to this podcast some money. So we said we see two games. We didn't really love any one game. But our philosophy, I mean, it's just been killing it, guy. So we went Ravens-Washington football team.
2: Minus 14. Which is minus
0: 14. And we went Rams-Giants, which is minus 13. I think it's fair to say when the NFL draft is finalized, right, January 1st or whatever, will you be shell-shocked if both those two teams aren't drafting in the top five?
2: I will be, yeah. I think yes. Yep.
0: Well, the Giants are a lock. I do think the Redskins, uh, The uh, Chase Young's already injured. Doesn't feel like Ron Rivera, who had to leave practice on Thursday. Because, I don't know, he's battling cancer. Like, the Redskins got a lot. The Washington football team, I, they got don't even have a fucking name. So it's just <laughs> that, that franchise is a disaster, guy. Can I, we hold hold on, can I just jump two. in
2: for a second? I think this is such an underrated part. We We talked about this like a month ago. This team doesn't have a name. They're playing a football season, but it's like everyone treats it like it's normal. It's not normal. It's not normal to not have a name. Like your your four year old doesn't have a name, but they're not four. They've been around forever. It's just like your 50 year old. Like, what's your name? Hmm, I don't know. We'll get back to me next I, year. Uh, listen, I, I, I think this, this podcast
0: Ron. show, we respect Ron Rivera. I'm rooting for Ron Rivera. I can't imagine how difficult it is to be the head coach and be going through these chemotherapy treatments. Or whatever fact,
2: like yeah. it's getting blood. You know, getting he, blood. he even said he, IVs at halftime.
0: It's going to be difficult, and that to me, that just for a team that's like building and starting from scratch, it's not going to be good to begin with. That's going to be difficult. So here's the other Ravens, awful loss. Yeah, Rams, awful loss. Yep. So we parlayed them. It almost pays three to one. Two fifty pays like almost six hundred eighty-five bucks or six eighty-one. We're just going to try to go back to the well, what we would have done with the Niners, and I. This is going to be a little difficult. That's a lot of points, right? We're combining. Tw- we got to win by 27 points. Yeah. That is that is a lot of points in the NFL, but I think these two teams are terrible. And I like the Ravens. Guy, they just got embarrassed. They have a history these last two years of, of destroying teams. And I think the Rams, who also, they didn't get embarrassed, but they had a rough loss. This is just, you look at the Niners when they played the Giants. Like, aren't the Giants to get your mojo right game and just throw up 50?
2: Oh, uh oh the Ravens just as we're talking it went from minus one twenty to minus one ten. We just lost ten bucks. Well not ten bucks, but, but ten whatever. Yeah, however ten points bit, on the yeah. VIG.
0: Uh huh. Which which impact which impacts actually we get better odds when it's minus one. Uh no, we don't. Not ideal. But whatever, we I don't know why this is moving. I, I think I, I late, well I know why it's moving. line movement.
2: <laughs> no, no, we we do get more money. Now it pays six fifty. We it pays us six eighty. Okay, we're good. I I know why it's moving because we're doing we're doing this video slash podcast topic right now. Um, that's why it's yeah. moving. Uh, so two other elements to what you just said. One, it's a road game for the Ravens, but it's it's an easy road game, right? It's 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 a short week, but it's an easy drive. And then for the Rams, like, it's a home game for them. I thought if you're going to lose a game, like, you did not walk out of there feeling bad about yourself if you're the Rams. I mean, you feel bad that you lost. You're pissed. Whatever mistakes you made that put you in that hole, I get it. But you walk out of there thinking, like, in some way you have to be proud of yourselves, I think, for coming back. And they had a bad fourth down penalty call away from winning that game in Buffalo. I think you got to feel pretty good. Yeah. So both teams should be angry. One's at home, inspired. The other team's pissed, driving down the Beltway. I think it is, or something like that, to get to DC. So,
0: I think it is. Yeah,
2: I feel pretty. I feel good
0: about this. I you well, know, let's you talk are, about the. Th- I think if this is a normal year with fans, the lines are just would have been weirder. Was I, I, the, those lines to me? Given how the disparity, I saw Field Yates tweeted or someone tweeted today that this is the first time a team with like 10 all pros has played a team with zero all pros remember the ravens like set a record last year with their oh, pro bowlers and all pros hell of a research like the, the talent disparity with um, i want to call miles garrett chase young out i i feel great about should it should we talk the about football the football
2: team. the how we almost made it a three team parlay but decided not to
0: yeah we we almost went with the bills minus 3 and, and if we well. if
2: we had done that it would have gone from paying 681 to paying 1420 <laughs> But we didn't do it. I mean, yeah, well, we man. almost did it. We actually had it kind of ready to go, and then decided just here. And I think it, to summarize why I don't,
0: I don't trust the Raiders, and that also slash like I kind of respect like I who knows.
2: Yeah, I, I. It's a weird team. It's to me, it's like Ruggs is out. Brian Edwards is out. Shouldn't this be Bills like five and a half or six? But it's not. Like it's yeah. just something's weird, and it's been three, and it's stayed three. So it's all—it's almost like it's they're begging. It's almost too easy to take the Bills here, so it, we kind of got spooked. Is that fair? I'll be a little
0: surprised. I mean, I'll be surprised if the Raiders win. I would not be surprised if the if the Bills win pretty
2: comfortably. Would you?
0: When I say comfortably, like no, I mean they've looked phenomenal.
2: I think part of this is just like, what's up with this game? Are they three and zero? And that's we'll talk about them. But no, I would not be surprised. I mean, their defense is good. Josh well, Allen, go, guy, if you go twelve Stephon and four, if,
0: if you go. Tw- Twelve and four, you lose a game every four games, right? Uh, yeah. Like you go, th- but how are, you go keep, how are the Raiders going to? How are the Raiders going to
2: keep them to under thirty-five points?
0: I don't know. They're missing Damon Arnett. You see, he got surgery on his thumb today. That was already broken. How about that? Like, can you imagine get your thumb bent back when it's already broken? The pain, I just when I saw him like squirreling on the ground, I I got uncomfortable because I couldn't even imagine an already broken thumb bent back. I, you thinking like, why am I doing, who am I doing this for? We fucking suck at defense. Like, what about my hand? Like, just, the pain, these guys, I had nothing but respect for that guy. I don't know how good no a player he is, but you play with a broken thumb and then you get it bent back while it's in the cast and then you got to reget surgery. The, I, I can't even imagine. These NFL guys, man, it's just. The last time they, I played basketball, baseball. I jammed you my know? finger
2: and I retired from the sport, John. Yeah. <laughs> retired. He's, pain tolerance. Low. His high. We were just talking about how we're not taking the Bills minus three, even though we like that line. Something feels a little off. Maybe part of it is, are the Bills really going to be 4-0? You know, one of the reasons I picked the Rams last week was I thought the Rams had played two really tough opponents. The Bills had played two soft opponents. Um, but then they look great. I, I give them credit, even though the Rams made that comeback for that game. On paper, there's like to me, it's an upset if the Raiders beat them, even though I think the Raiders... When healthy are a playoff team? Can I give you uh, some numbers? Give me some. Give me
0: some. 70%, 70%, nine yards attempt, nine yards per attempt, 10 touchdowns, one pick. Our boy from Wyoming and Bakersfield, California. Wow. Bakersfield, too late. Fireball. Fireball. 10 touchdowns, one pick through three games. I mean, that's that's MVP
2: level football.
0: Like, right now, everyone's blowing Rodgers, and rightfully so. He's like 79-0. and, Russ. 70, and zero. What's Russ? Uh, Russ, Russ like 85. is like 16. Oh, did it go down? <laughs> yeah. Is he still 85%? No, no, he's at like 85. I'm talking the touchdowns. Oh. He's throwing like six a game. <laughs> you know, he's threw four, five. He's got to be at like 13. He's at a lot. But, I mean, Josh Allen, 10 through three games. He's at four. Yeah, basically did you say 14? Yeah,
2: 14.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to guess. Yes, high. 10's a lot, you know? I mean, he's... I'd be shocked if he's not second in the uh touchdowns thrown so far through three games if Russ is in first that's pretty good <laughs> you know you're averaging 3.2 touchdowns a game I mean he's been fantastic he's been he's been everything that you can ever want ultimately in sports because I, I don't think like in in businesses when they make a huge acquisition a lot of times it's based on like number projections. I think in sports, a lot of times, when the number projections look awful, you're just betting on the unquantifiable talent, the stuff the numbers guys always push back. I'm telling you, he's got the big, the stuff Billy Bean pushed back in that room. We don't, not the eye test. Billy, has got pop. What the fuck does that mean? He's got a good-looking girlfriend. I, yeah, people just walked into the scouting room. I'll never forget being at the Combine three years ago, and my buddy, that's you know one of the lead guys on, I don't know, the Chiefs, who's looked poised to win another one. He was also on the Eagles when they won it. Like, he's got multiple rings. He's one of the high-end scouts. He looked at me because he's like, you're crushing Josh Allen. He's like, I'm telling you, I like Josh Allen. And this is not, he's not like media hyperbole guy. I mean, this is a legitimate executive in the league that just is an elite evaluator. And I always thought, like, I think you're wrong. And he was right. Now, a huge evaluation part of it is just I think that if he gets to the right place, he'll figure it out. It was just like Wyoming, the talent, Just he's just way too talented. I also think what people liked is because people had done like Carson and him kind of in like a two-year window. I think there was a lot about this guy's personality, and if you follow him on Instagram, I, I think he's a pretty like down-to-earth, easy, like people just love him. Like it's just like, yeah, we just like this guy. You know, like I think there's stuff with Russ where people go, he's just so good, whatever, but he's kind of weird. Rogers kind of an elitist. Say one thing for Brady. He always kept with his teammates like fuck Tom's the man. Yeah. Like he was just
2: like Tom's just the, the 199, like, I said one time. The 199 thing with him is not is is real, right? Like he really identifies with being that guy.
0: And I think there's an element to this guy. This guy went seventh, right? I mean, it's it's pretty... Based on his numbers, probably won't see that again. Would you agree there? See a guy go that high? I guess you never know it, I don't if he's know, a talented yeah. guy. Yeah. His numbers were terrible, remember? They were putrid. Yeah, it was like it was like, oh, let's check his box score. Six
2: of <laughs> n- 12? Yeah, it, it was awful. But when I
0: would watch him, it would but be like real- a
2: snowstorm, and he'd be playing with you and me.
0: I do think you just watch him, though. You go... Well, he's gotten This guy's better. got a little Mahomes to him.
2: He's gotten better, well, Dramatically
0: too. better. Right. Isn't there something? To me, you know his compass? It's a little like Giannis in basketball. Remember when they took him? He was like grainy footage in Greece. And then like four or five years later, he's like the best player in the league. Now, I, I don't know if this guy can be the best player in the league because of Mahomes. But he can be... If I tell you this guy just hits, like this guy's a home run draft pick, he's going to have moments like Mahomes, right? Because he can run to the left, throw it 50 yards to the right. He can just do things that no one else can do besides like Rodgers. I mean, and even Rodgers doesn't do it as much anymore because he, he's just old.
2: Well, he does feel like a guy. Giannis is interesting. Mahomes is good. He feels like a guy right now that's getting exponentially better, right? He didn't go from 20 touchdowns and nine picks. He's not about to turn in a 26 and seven year, right? Like if he was 20 touchdowns, nine picks last year, 58, he was basically 59%. And then this year he came back and was 60%. Little better, twenty six touchdowns. Little better, seven picks. Little better. You go, oh, making progress. But John, he he was basically two to one touchdown interception last year. He's ten. He's got ten and one. You're not going to keep that up. He's not going to stay seventy one. But like he might have a, a thirty. If he throws thirty five touchdowns. Yeah, he. I was going to say he might have a thirty seven touchdown. I don't know, eight pick season, seven pick. You know, I, maybe he'll have a game with three and whatever. But he, my point is, he is not just like improving. He is getting exponentially better. And that is what superstars might, do. And he's doing it as a top pick from a school where he wasn't productive. So there was expectation and pressure, a lot, maybe some self doubt. Went to a shitty team. Yeah. Now, obviously, a good coach. But now I did see Micah Hyde might be out in this game. And I guess John Brown has a calf, so he might be out. But if this guy is this guy, then. He can make, you know, it's like he's got to carry a little more. He's still got, I mean, Stefan Diggs is happy not to be playing Jalen Ramsey this week. I'll tell you that. Yeah. If
0: I sent you the over under right now on 34 and a half touchdowns, 2020, Josh Allen, are you
2: taking the over? You know, I will because even though I look at when any, anytime you see 10 to one, your reaction should be, oh, he can't keep that up. But I watch him and think, I felt like I was right to bet against him last year in the playoffs. And now I, I would not bet against him in the playoffs. Now, like the guy's just
0: special. Well, I look at it like this: he's got 13 games left. He could easily average two a game. That's 26. That'd be a 36, right? Yeah. I don't think that's crazy. Like to me, he would have to have a rough stretch of games to not be in the mid 30s. I mean, now because the one thing, because like Mahomes. And just any you know guy that has an elite arm, he's liable to have a couple four touchdown games. Right. So he can have a, a one touchdown game. <laughs> yeah. Like, but that, I mean, up. that's when you have the big arm. Well, the one thing Mahomes, Russell, and Rodgers they have is, and Brady had this in his peak, and so did Manning. They're getting touchdowns outside of the red zone, right? They they are getting like a forty yard hit a guy in stride, hit a guy over the middle, hit a guy where all he's got to do is break one little tackle. how many does Russell get where he hits the guy where he's at the 50-yard line? You know, or Rodgers, too, and definitely Mahomes. You rack up touchdowns because you're going to throw some in the red zone. It's just, if you're a good quarterback, NFL football, you're going to hit, you know, probably of your 10 red zone trips, three or four are going to be touchdown passes and a couple runs and some field goals. But if you're also getting, like, the 30-plus touchdowns, which I'd put him... In that category, now you add Diggs, like he's going to have a lot of bombs, man. That's just, that's the way they play. And that's his arm. Like he's going to.
2: I guess Diggs had two I don't think overturned last week in the first quarter. Two touchdowns yeah, overturned. Yeah.
0: I like that little combo of him and Diggs. I, like it might. They might just be meant for each other. Yeah, I think they are.
2: I think they are. Would
0: you say that's like a pretty unreal personnel move just trade your first round pick for a guy specifically for your quarterback that's a perfect fit mm-hmm. John uh what's run. his name tried to do that for eight years and he kept missing uh John Schneider and we consider him one of the best GMs in the league right yeah it's a, it's it, it's hard to do because you like Percy with Russell should work Jimmy Graham with Russell and then maybe in, it just doesn't should ask his
2: defense if they thought Jimmy Graham would work they told him actually publicly. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> you want to check with anybody? <laughs> did you ask Pete? Pete might have had a take on that. Yeah, Pete's uh, Pete's on the river fishing. Um, okay, from the uh, not from the Raiders' opponent this week to the Raiders' opponent last week, Belichick, and uh, he got a lot of credit for what they did to the Raiders' offense. Which again, I I think, and I think you think this, they're good, they're good. Now they didn't have rugs, and and that clearly affected Waller, but I think Bill affected Waller. Patriots chiefs this week. And uh, I know we're trying to build up the Lamar Pat Mahomes deal, but bill uh, like to me, bill is not that bill's in the rear view clearly with Andy right now, just in terms of what his team can do this year. But this, this, if, if bill can pull this one off they're getting seven, I think, but if he can win the game, It has the potential to be in a career of just legendary performances. This could be a legendary Belichick performance.
0: I think, you know, short week for the Chiefs. Clearly, that game for Kansas City is probably bigger than this one just because I think a lot of people looked at the Ravens are just better than the Chiefs or better than the Patriots, which is even weird to say. But just, like, they're the two best teams in the AFC. It did feel like the Chiefs and just Andy's game plan was... Uh, yeah, I didn't just watch draft guys, all you know, all summer. I prepared some game plan for the Ravens. I think it's probably a little more difficult to prepare for Belichick, just given that, like, who knows, even on their team, things were changing. I think that was a game that Andy had circled. And I think the team... We're all humans. You kind of feed off it all. Like, I just think you can't convince me. And I think the Ravens were the same thing. Like, that was a big fucking game for those two teams. I don't know if this is as big a game for the Chiefs, which is wild to say. But I don't know. I kind of like the Patriots in this situation to kind of get to win. Get the, yeah, just get the Chiefs not super focused. Get the Chiefs just, you know, maybe underestimate you a little. But it's hard to underestimate the Patriots because they're two and two and one and they got Cam. But just it isn't Cam is a new challenge for the Chiefs, right? Tom Brady's not there. Uh, guy, if, but if if you're Belichick and you win this game, you got the Broncos the following week, then you got the Niners, the Bills, the Jets. This could get interesting fast. I, I kind of like the Chiefs or excuse me, the Patriots is to kind of keep it close. Yeah. I don't know if they win Mahomes. To me, Mahomes like an NBA player. It's like, oh, you watch LeBron, he had like three points through the third quarter. He ends up with like twenty-eight. <laughs> like at any moment, Mahomes. There just is might like, not okay, be a, two drives. Yeah,
2: I mean, that's the difference, right, between Mahomes and most other guys. Certainly even Derek last week, where you Bill can do whatever Bill does, but Mahomes can but Bill doesn't get to run onto the field. Right. Like once the play breaks down and Mahomes does whatever Mahomes does, and you try and the other thing is you're like, again, Ruggs wasn't you're chasing Tyreek and you're chasing Kelsey like these are all guys that when it comes time to make a one-on-one play or a double covered play they just might make, right? Tyreek just might run past the double team. Kelsey might just jump up and beat a double team. Mahomes just might fuck the whole thing up for you. That's what that's yeah. why we talk about him so much like he's you've got two geniuses with the headsets going at each other. Like the Andy Bill elements fantastic, right?
0: I think the one thing with the Ravens and Harbaugh versus the Chiefs, why I think they anointed it is because when you do look at the Ravens roster, like they had Marcus Peters, they extended him last week or year. You see today they gave Marlon Humphrey like ninety million. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much is so like they they have players everywhere, and then obviously on offense, like the, the the talent discrepancy in this game on paper, guy is pretty wide. You know, like who's the best player on the Patriots offense? beside cam is it edelman <laughs> right i mean it's just sony michelle what would edelman be like yeah yeah it's just it's hard that's where i would give bill respect but it is a short week and i
2: i i do think the chiefs put a lot in the last uh, week and rightfully so i'm not picking the patriots i think everything you just said is why it would be such a signature win for bill because he's he's shorthand he does not have the deck that andy has no reed so yeah can call him andy andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Man on the moon. Um, all right. Another guy we uh, we love. You mentioned it. Nick Foles, John. Just how many, like Nick Foles, it, he doesn't have a storybook. He's got like a collection, like J.K. Rowling. He's got like a bunch of storybooks. He releases them like, oh, another Nick Foles storybook is out. Did you see this one? Oh, a new storybook. That's incredible. You know, the first, no one even talks about the first Nick Foles storybook where he was almost the MVP in the NFL the first time with Andy, right?
0: No, it was Chip, remember? Oh, with Chip? That was with Chip. Yeah, and he threw like, yeah, it was like 30 touchdowns, All two right. picks. Well, that they was the first really storybook. Everyone's
2: like, oh, cute book, but I don't know if this author really, you know, feels the pain. This is like a, a mainstream pop hit, but this isn't really like a real song. And then he came back, just the greatest song ever written and executed, sung with the passion of Jack Black uh, to win the Super Bowl. And now he's like, then people are like, oh, he should retire. Great book. And he's got another book. This is crazy. Now I do. This is an interesting, like Frank Wright, uh, Matt Nagy thing going this week. Two two guys that love Nick Foles. I think it's a different animal a little bit that he's not entering a game where it's just like, all right, Nick, go win it. We're down twenty, just slinging around. But, is at
0: home. They do get to build the game plan around him all week. Uh, the culture solid, but it's not like he's playing the Chiefs or even the Ravens or Seattle, like, the Colts are just, you know, a solid, like, 9-7 and when I think the Colts. The Bears, on paper, because if I told you the Bears quarterback was Josh Allen, I think we'd be like, oh, the Bears are 13-win team, just because their talent's pretty good and their defense is really good. I think the Nick Foles thing does feel like he catches lightning in a bottle on given moments, but when he has to, like, play legitimate games, sometimes he can look really terrible, which he can I expect him to play well this week. If I was gambling on this game, I'm undecided. I would take the Bears. They're they're at home, guy, and they're get they're the they're the underdog. I almost feel like Two Nick doesn't half. get any respect. Yeah, I uh, saw Port, Portnoy and the they have like some gambling thing in, in uh, Philly. He did his pizza review today in Philly in a Nick Foles Arizona jersey. <laughs> A good jersey. And just kind of trolling the people. I think Arizona.
2: I, I, wow. I'm a Nick Foles guy. Arizona Wildcat football has two of the best kind of novelty jerseys you could wear. The Foles, what was it, seven? What number was it? Eight. Eight. And the Gronk 49 or 48 oh, 48 is the Gronk Arizona jersey. Yeah. That's pretty solid. I the Foles Arizona jersey is a strong, strong jersey. Um, I think he's good. I thought he was good last year. Like I thought he was gonna be. You like, like the Bears this game? Uh, well, look, the Bears have just like they've been the team to They'd bet be on four
0: zero. If they win this game,
2: yeah, they've been the team that's like for so. I think every week this year, I've been like, I don't like the Bears this week, and and for like three quarters, I've been like genius. That's happened twice. The Lions game, I was like, middle cough, idiot, and then last week, I'm like, Falcons, I'm a genius. I knew it. What was the other game they played?
0: They played the Giants.
2: That was an easy one. But twice I've been like, genius, and then they come storming back. So I can't pick against them now. Uh, I'm just, you know, I like to like things the right amount, and I hate when people like things too much. I'm liking it the right amount. I'm the right uh, person, and um, I like him a lot. Like, I really like him. I think he's going to be really good. I think they're good. I do wonder if is it too easy to take them this week, but I think he's, uh, is he the better quarterback in this game? Uh, I don't think uh, that might
0: be a little strong. I mean, Phillips I've actually, actually been better. A start
2: to finish game. Phillips been better this year yeah. than I thought he was going to be. Honestly,
0: Foles did just throw three touchdowns in the fourth quarter against the Falcons, though three touchdowns, three. Yeah, he can't throw touchdowns. He's got white. No, I mean Miller and Allen Robinson and Jimmy Graham. Like him and Jimmy Graham. Is, he, is Nick Foles going to resurrect Jimmy Graham's
2: career? Well, I do. Like, I pull up the Bears numbers, and I'm like, how can I even look at these? Like, they got, they're catching the ball from Trubisky. I don't even know what to make of this, right? I do think there's a misconception about Foles in that because he's not, like, super mobile, you don't think of him as, like, a playmaker. But I think he kind of prefers to play backyard football. That's why, like, the last week's game against the Falcons, I think, really benefited him. You know what? That makes me think he's going to be good against the Colts because I think the Colts will score points. Even though the Bears' defense, I think this will be kind of the same deal. Like I think he's just going to have to make some plays. Like I do. Like I think people don't think about him like a playmaker. But I, we could put together a highlight reel in Nick Roll, Nick Foles' career. Of we could put together, John, probably fifty throws that are just oh my god, right? Well, for probably sure, probably more that are just holy shit. He threw two. That guy. He threw two dropped touchdowns. Pe- people forget against the Falcons. They do. They do have
0: nine throwing touchdowns through three games. Trubisky has six. He has three. Like it, they do, they have thrown a lot of touchdowns this year through three games. Like that nine, that's more than the Niners in the air. Like that's just oh, I forgot about that, the Darnell They are pretty. Yeah, I forgot about the Darnell Mooney touchdown. <laughs> I have no clue who Darnell Mooney. I think
2: I play for uh, His fifth round pick out of two. Jackie legs. Moon. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, Nick Foles going to make him a star. They'll tell you that. All right, before we move on, John, let's tell the people about Manscaped. I mean, look, come on. You're going to spend all Sunday on the couch, and you're going to need to start your week fresh. You're going to do it with Manscaped.com, promo code HAM. Get you 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped.com. So many listeners, John, have told us, I'm happy. Thank you. And I've said send pics, and they do. Manscaped.com. Of their balls? (laughs) I don't actually say
0: that. (laughs) Manscaped.com, promo code HAM20. Manscaped.com, promo code HAM20. Lawnmower 3.0, crop preserver, toiletry bag. They got it all. Just go to the website, manscaped.com, promo code HAM20. Appreciate you supporting the show. Appreciate you listening to the show. Appreciate you
2: shaving your balls with Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, promo code HAM20. Products so good, the Niners got on board. All right. So you get the ceramic blade with the skin safe technology. You can get the crop preserver. Like John said, you get the perfect package 3.0 for limited time. Subscribers get not one, but two free gifts, the shed travel bag and the patented anti-performance or the patented high performance, anti-chafing manscaped box and briefs 20% off when you want to support. Did I say ham the first time I did? Thank you for correcting me. Yeah.
0: Ham, ham 20. Ham 20. I, someone sent me a picture that they used ham. So maybe that still works too.
2: Ham 20, Ham 20, manscaped.com, Ham 20. How about this matchup this week? Herbert, Brady, Justin Herbert, Tom Brady. Now, as two people that were big proponents of Herbert playing, um, I do think, and this is not Tyrod got a shot that punctured his lung and so they're obligated to start him. I do think we could see Herbert, if he doesn't play great for a string of games, just, it would be an easy one for them, I think, to bring Tyrod back once he's healthy. And this is a tough game. Like we saw the, I, I like Tampa to cover. I don't know, have the points in front of me. I saw it earlier. I it might be seven. It was seven and a half yeah. going back and seven. I kind do of like them. There's forth. so much to like about the Chargers, and there's so much to like about Herbert. This just feels to me, John, like a game where you've got so much to deal with. Is Godwin playing or not? Do we know? I know we got banged. I up think again. he's out. He's out. This is this to me, I, I think the way to summarize this game is really good offensive coach and quarterback that should know everything to do on a given play, whether or not Tom can execute it, right? But you're talking about a quarterback that knows what to do on every play versus a guy that's still figuring it out. I think I'm with you that he could have a
0: rocky stretch and it'd be an easy one for the Chargers. This is the type game he goes and beats Brady and plays well against Todd Bowles' defense where it makes it impossible. Yeah. Right, you get back to 2-2. Two and two, All of a sudden, you get some momentum. This would be one of the bigger stories of the day, Herbert beating Brady and just Herbert playing well. Uh, yeah, man, I, I, I don't expect him to play well. I, I would be shocked if, if this game is that close. But if he does, I think your theory, which is kind of the Chargers theory of, like, we can go back to him and get their season back on track whenever – his lung is not punctured. Does your lung heal? How does that do they? I don't know how that works. Uh good question. Yeah. So to me, this is a big moment for Herbert's career, early career with Tyrod still in the building
2: of like, I think you win this game. Like, I'm sorry, Tyrod. We're not it's talking a good about point. You anymore. You agree there? Yeah. And I would say he doesn't have to go like make a bunch of plays. If he just makes the right plays and doesn't make mistakes and they win the game, that's good enough. Right? Like it doesn't have to be him looking flashy. Where you come out of it going ah, there's stuff that Tyrod would have done that he couldn't do, like if he just makes the right enough of the right plays, and they win the game, and he doesn't make any mistakes that kill him, then that's enough. Now, like you said, the defense has been good. You could argue, well, they've played the they've played the Saints. I guess the Saints had Michael Thomas when they played him week one. Then they played Teddy. Then they played the Driscoll Brett Rippin combo. But I I do think they're actually good. And who the Bucks defense? Like they're actually good. I yeah. do no, I do too. Um, sure. And uh, you know, I mean, okay, Godwin's out, but he, we know still got we play. know a-
0: we know Arian's offenses are good. So like the Bucks are a good team. Like the Bucks to me are just a playoff team, right? Yep. Like that's just it'd be Herbert beating a playoff team with a good defense. I just I'd be shocked. I, I I'd be floored, impressed. I don't think Anthony Lynn has it in him. I think Herbert would have it in him. If he had like Sean Payton, Randy Reed, and could just navigate it, but you watch them play, like they kind of ask him to like start freelancing and making shit happen. It's like, guys, do you 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 got Keenan Allen and Mike Wynn? Can you guys run an, And Hunter Henry, can you run an offense to get him some easy pay, plays? Maybe a lot's going on for him. One thing with Todd Bowles' defense is it's a blitzing defense guy, and I when I think Herbert, like it's just that could be a lot
2: happening. For yeah, yeah, him. you're right. Now, if you told me that it's a three, if it's a three pick game. Would you believe that? Yeah. Yeah. Now I I mean look, they I would too. they they play, now they played the Chiefs in his first start and we were like, "Oh, well no one prepared for Herbert." All the talk about that game afterwards was about him. But they yeah. They I mean they the defense almost beat the Chiefs and Mahomes. The Chargers defense yeah. did a good job against Patrick Mahomes.
0: I I would say that was a unique game where Bosa and Ingram were dominating.
2: But isn't that what those guys do?
0: Yeah, but how many times do you watch the Chiefs? and They just look that kind of lackluster. It doesn't. You're that saying was it was me about just them an off game for the Chiefs. You're not giving the
2: Chargers full credit. No,
0: well, I'm, I'm just saying those two guys. But I I thought those two those the two pass rushers were exceptional, and I just felt the Chiefs were just kind of lifeless. It's like whatever. We're playing the Chargers. <laughs> Has, has Andy Reid ever lost the Chargers? Yeah, you're right. Phil's they are in their one, division. They Phil almost Rivers know them too well. Yeah, I just I don't put much stock into that. Because the Chiefs team I watched on Monday night did not look like
2: a Chiefs team in that game. <laughs> no, no. You agree there no. The, again. Like I said, I th- to me this is I, I I would when we talked about our lock of the week. I actually I I I'm, I might bet this game actually, but I, I'm not going to take it back. I don't want to bet against Herbert. I want to see him succeed. I want to see him look good. I want to see him solidify his spot. How about Dak Me this too. week? What do you think of Dak this week?
0: I put a little money on the Cowboys. I just I'm not buying into the Browns going to Dallas and winning this game. I think the Browns are a little overhyped and, and isn't Mike is Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott gonna start one and three? Is Dak Prescott in a contract year gonna be one and three? How are they how is he gonna get this hundred million dollar contract? if this team misses the playoffs again, even if they were to make the playoffs, let's say you can make the playoffs at seven and nine in that division. Does that guarantee him a contract? No, I, I, I'm just not. I'm not in the pay Dak camp really right now. And I like him, but I just given what he wants and how it's always gone up because the next quarterback, I
2: pass. This game is I'm interesting. Pa- right? pass this, on Dak. this game, I'm not out on deck. I'm just passing on him. But you think they handle the Browns this week? Uh
0: yeah, I think they win I just think they're better, more equipped. Well, you know they, what this game is? Often, they can pa- This this game is a this
2: is a poor man's Cowboys Seahawks game where there's like talent yeah. on, all over the place. But this time the Cowboys have I mean, actually the Cowboys have more talent in that game too, probably, right? Although maybe yeah. not. DK took the middle cough take today. He was like, block it is underappreciated. I'm like, well, thank you. He- Won me DraftKings last week too. But that DK Metcalf said that? DK said that Lockett is underappreciated. Yeah, which is what you said on the podcast the other day. Um,
0: Because I now feel like DK gets all that
2: credit, right? right? Yes, DK gets all (laughs) of the credit. Yeah. By the way, uh, shout out to Mike Perry who sent me a screenshot. Somebody had basically my lineup in DraftKings last week a little worse. I actually had two more points than this person did, and they were in a game where they won $10,000. He's like, I don't know if you want to see this, but I'm sending you this link. And uh, it did it did bum me out after I won three fifth whatever I won in our league. Well, do you do? You,
0: sometimes I'll just look around at some games going on on DraftKings, and like I'm in a game right now where the winner would get twenty five thousand. Well, I am one hundred
2: percent getting in some big money games this week.
0: <laughs> There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you're just gonna find out it's it's impossible. I'm in a couple. I'm gonna talk. I'm, I see it with golf too. Yeah. It's difficult. That's why a lot of people listen to like go to these YouTubes where they just break down the DFS. I know. Like price points. And I've done, I used to do it for golf. I don't have the energy to do it for football,
2: but I think it helps, clearly. Well, I'm thinking if I'm going to put in the energy to do it in our league, I might as well do it in a game where I could win 20,000 or a million.
0: Maybe this is the week. (laughs) They tax you on that or they just send you a free check? Yeah, they
2: tax you. Because when I told (laughs) Alyssa, I was like, oh, I could have won 10,000. She goes, well, the good news is. You didn't make enough money to get taxed on this game. I was like, oh. It's like, but I've won so much. I think I do. Have enough in there to <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said, You haven't seen what we've been doing in my bookie. But No. No. Uh They won't tax either. <laughs> I, I I like the Cowboys in that game. But I, I just do. don't know. It's gonna be hard. as watching the Cowboys at this point. To your point, I think it's going to be hard to like get to the end of the year and go, Dak, where everyone like just consensus is pay him. Usually the guys you know that's it's consensus to of, pay him. It's pretty obvious when it's consensus to pay him. I saw
0: you were you were telling me about this, but I saw it on my Twitter account about the dude on the A's freaking out about the body clocks and the the uh early morning kickoffs. Jake Deacon. Look at the clock right now, yeah. it's 10 o'clock. You did night radio. What was it, seven to eleven?
2: Seven to eleven.
0: And just like basketball players and people that yeah. play at night, yeah. stuff. It you're, even when your body clock, there is something to be said when you just look outside. And it's dark. You just kind of like, my like, god, I feel kind of my my juice is gone. I don't I don't feel now. I've been up. I've talked. I've recorded other podcasts. But it's like, fuck.
2: I, I got a lot of respect for you doing a night show. Ten, that ten to eleven hours, no joke, no joke. I've always been pretty productive at night. Like when I have stuff to do, I tend to leave it till late and then I get it done like into 2 a.m. That show was, uh, yeah, that was, you'd have caffeine at like 8.30. You're not, you're
0: not an early morning guy.
2: Uh, I can be, I, I love the feeling of like being up at 6.45, having my coffee, like reading stuff and getting 6.30, whatever. But I just, I'm also a procrastinator. So I do just tend to have to get a lot of stuff done late. Um, but that was, yeah, that was, some, I mean, it's it's weird, man. It's fun. You came in a couple times late, right? You came into the studio yeah, it, on the night show with me back in the day. I I I, I don't do
0: my best, like, I got to get it done probably before like nine-ish because I just
2: don't, I just run out of juice. Yeah. Well, I, you know, you would sleep. I wouldn't fall asleep. I'm
0: like Gruden. I'm like Gruden. I, a buddy on the staff a couple years ago told me, I'm like, what's he like? <laughs> He's like, well, he fucking, he hits the ground running. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, but he runs out, of you know, he ain't, he ain't redlining at seven at night. You know, it just, you're just running out of juice. Uh,
2: you just, to me, you just adapt, right? You just, whatever it is you have to do. But to me, the tough thing about doing a show at seven at night is just, it's on your mind all day long. So I would just, it'd be like, yeah. I'd start preparing, like you're thinking about it all the time. You start preparing at one you know, it's just like, I might as well just, it's just going to be, I can't go, I couldn't like go play golf in the afternoon. Some people can I couldn't, like it would just be on my mind. Um, so yeah, it's, that was, that was special. You take a lot of, take a lot oh, yeah. of calls, but I don't even know if we did that well, that I, much. I mean, we just goofed around. You know what? Like too, I grew up loving like late night TV. So I always felt like the co- the cool thing about being on at 8 or 9 or 10 is that you can just fuck around and it's like part of the deal. I I used to listen to nighttime sports talk as a kid all the time. And I always felt like not that no one's listening, but you just had I just I did feel like there was a lot more freedom from 7 to 11 p.m. Yeah, a lot
0: of a blank blank canvas for sure.
2: Totally. And you could just place do stupid shit and just do it cuz whatever. Not that we didn't do that during Bosses the day. ain't listening. Yeah, well, JB did. Li- I mean, JB was a listener. Like he would all he, he didn't miss yeah. anything. <laughs> to his credit, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I the thing was it- to me the hard part was that you get off at eleven. I wouldn't fall asleep till like one thirty or two. Yeah. You just because ne- you because to get up at seven to eleven, you just got to get hype yourself up so much. I'd probably drink caffeine too late. I was probably drinking caffeine at like nine o'clock. <laughs> But I just remember yeah. what that well, nine forty-five. You had to have juice for the last. To season. me, the yeah. nine forty-five second be like coming up next. But JB wanted us to be on John in case when the Warriors game ended at ten fifteen. You get some Warrior fans hopping in the car. You got to be ready for them. So we'd be like, "All right, let's talk Warriors." I haven't been. I've been like watching the game like while I'm doing the show. But
0: yeah, it's tough. I, I Props to you because I'm at it. It's. 10-10. I'm, I'm keeping you on. I'm keeping you on, the, I'm
2: keeping you on the podcast to tell you these stories about how hard it is. Later. <laughs> Peace.
1: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.